Hey family, this is Stacy and Dave with Plants Change My Life. And today's Spring Into Ultimate Wellness episode, we want to talk about the fourth step to take as you move to become the absolute best version of yourself. We're up against a lot when it comes to trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And it's easy to ask the question, how can I do everything? And to say that there's always something else that I have to change or give up and feel like you won't be able to eat anything or to use anything. While that list may seem to be never ending, we must continue to think about the value we hold in this vessel that we've been given. We upgrade our homes, our cars, our wardrobes, our hair, and other physical appearances. And we do this with research on what or who is best. Come on now, brothers, you know we're not going to supercuts for a fresh fade. And sisters, you know you're not letting anybody touch your hair. Do you pay a premium for the premium gasoline when it comes time to fill your car? Raise your hand if you do now. Or would you if you had the car that required it? Do you pay a premium for certain name brand clothing, shoes, or accessories? Last question, do you pay a premium for high quality food to place into your body? When my first grandmother passed, I really faced a stark realization that there is no amount of money in the world that can repair or restore a body that has been overtaken by disease. But the good news is that we can invest our time and money into foods, daily rituals, and practices that will help build up and preserve good health. We'll talk more about these things in upcoming episodes, but for today, We'll focus on just one of those things, and that's simply being aware of everything you're placing into your body, which is your temple, and knowing what's in your food and all the ingredients your meal is composed of. When it comes down to it, just knowing your body is not a trash can, so you shouldn't put trash in your body. See if any of these items sound familiar to you. Potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, propyl paraben, sulfur dioxide, BHA, a.k.a. butylated hydroxyanosyl. <laughs> <laughs> or. Or BHT, a.k.a. butylated hydroxytoline. Or TBHQ or tert butylhydroxquinone. There we go. Tar- tartrazine. Monosodium glutamate. High fructose corn syrup. Sodium benzoate. Do you recognize any of these items? As you can see, we're barely pronouncing them. Maybe we're in the ballpark, but nonetheless... They're among the 3,000 plus number of additives you'll find in processed foods on store shelves and perhaps in your pantry. Today, we're going to delve into a few of them so you can know exactly what they mean and why you should avoid them. First up are artificial colors, and you'll find things like red number three, red number 40, yellow number five, yellow number six, blue number one, blue number two, green number three, and items like candy, ready-to-eat baked goods, chips, snacks, cereal, condiments, and soda. Now, what are all these numbers and colors? These are food dyes, and they serve to enhance the color of processed foods and make them more appealing to the consumer. And while you may expect to find these dyes in things like soda, M&M's, cakes, and cookies, food manufacturers also use dyes in things like macaroni and cheese, smoked salmon, 
canned fruit, pickles, salad dressings, yogurt, and cheese. Artificial food colorings were originally manufactured from coal tar, which comes from coal. Now, most artificial food dyes are derived from petroleum or crude oil. Food manufacturers usually prefer them because they create more vibrant color than natural food colorings. Artificial dyes are also cheaper to produce. You should avoid artificial food dyes because studies have linked the dyes to hyperactivity, including ADHD in children. Behavioral changes like irritability and depression, hives and asthma, and tumor growth. Three of the primary food dyes contain benzene, which is a known cancer-causing substance, according to Cleveland Clinic, a nonprofit academic medical center. A few of the most common dyes, namely red number 40, yellow number 5, and yellow number 6, contain carcinogenic compounds, according to the Center for Science and the Public Interest. The U.S. doesn't ban any artificial dyes, but some countries say there's enough evidence to justify banning them. In Europe, authorities have even gone as far as mandating that all products containing artificial dyes come with a warning label. The next thing to look out for is artificial flavors. And the natural flavor on labels may sound better, but are just as much a mystery. This is why. Flavors can contain upwards of 100 ingredients like propylene glycol, polysorbate 80, BHT, BHA, and these items, not recognized as food, are not required to be labeled by the FDA. Per the FDA, companies don't have to tell you what is in the flavors they use. It's a complete mystery ingredient or mystery blend. Have you ever had a food product that you just could not stop eating? Scientists strategically construct flavors in a lab to give processed foods an addictive quality, so you just keep coming back for more and more. And just like with artificial colors... Food manufacturers use artificial flavors to make processed foods more appealing. They can manipulate the flavor components of items that sit on store shelves for years to make them taste fresh to you when they're far from being fresh. Here's why we should avoid them. Do you favor the buttery flavoring in things like microwave popcorn? It's created by an artificial flavoring called diacetyl. Research shows it's negatively it negatively impacts brain health and may trigger Alzheimer's disease. Some food manufacturers say they have stopped using it, but the additive has not been banned. On food labels, diacetyl is typically listed under the blanket term artificial flavors, so it's not readily disclosed. Just two years ago, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration banned seven artificial flavorings that are known to cause cancer in lab animals after a coalition of leading health groups filed a petition with the agency. The substances had been used in a wide range of items like baked goods, ice cream, candy, beverages, and chewing gum. The seven flavors in question would not be well known to you because they appear on ingredients lists simply as artificial flavors. They are benzophenone, ethyl acrylate, methyl eugenol, myrcene, pulagone, pyridine, and styrene. Say that eight times fast. Yeah. <laughs> The FDA moves slow. The petition was filed back in August of 2015, and the FDA did not take action until the group sued them in May 2018. And then the FDA announced the ban in October 2018 and then gave companies two years to reformulate products with all these strange ingredients. Yeah, this delay in action makes it seem obvious to me that the FDA is more on the side of big food industry as opposed to the consumer's well-being. 
And here's another thing to look out for while you're shopping. Artificial sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners are often sweeter than sugar, but provide few, if any, calories. People often look to artificial sweeteners to avoid sugar and or calories, but they're not necessarily better than the real thing. Artificial sweeteners include things like, I don't even know how to say this, <laughs> asulfamine, potassium, advantamine, aspartame, neotame, saccharin, and sucralose. The sweeteners often go by brand names like NutraSweet, Sunet, Equal, Nectress, Truvia, and Sweet and Low. Now, I know how to say Sweet and Love. <laughs> You'll find these type of sweeteners in beverages and ice cream, yogurt, bread, and salad dressings. Are you wondering why you should avoid them? Artificial sweeteners can increase your cravings for sugar. These additives and processed foods can also make you accustomed to ultra-sweet flavor and may change your taste and decrease your enjoyment of real, naturally sweet foods, like fresh fruit, as well as healthy foods that may be slightly bitter, like whole grains or vegetables. Some studies have shown that artificial sweeteners negatively affect gut health and can lead to obesity and an increased risk for type 2 diabetes. Plus, if you're avoiding GMOs, artificial sweeteners tend to be made from corn, soy, and sugar beets. And in the United States, these are the three main crops modified by genetic engineering. Another sweetener made from corn that you should avoid or limit your exposure to is high fructose corn syrup. Food companies use it as a cheaper alternative to cane sugar in a massive amount of processed foods. This highly refined sweetener has been linked to increased inflammation, obesity, increased LDL, which is your bad cholesterol levels, and the development of diabetes. It also is used as a food preservative. And last but not at all least, let's talk about artificial food preservatives. Now, at what point in history did it become okay for a loaf of bread to sit on your countertop for months without any type of mold? The fact that a lot of processed foods do not break down as they naturally should is because of artificial preservatives. By nature, preservatives help maintain and improve food's freshness by slowing spoilage caused by mold, air, bacteria, fungi, or yeast. But, like in the case of the ever-fresh bread, the never-molding bread, with many of the foods found on the store shelves, food manufacturers have gone overboard with the massive amounts of preservatives pumped into processed foods. Now we should all avoid food that's full of preservatives, especially the ones you need a dictionary to fully understand. Have you ever heard of butylated hydroxinosol or butylated hydroxytoluene? On food labels, they're listed as simply BHA and BHT. But if you know what this is, please raise your hand. Do you? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Okay. If you read the ingredients on things like processed meats, breakfast cereal, snack foods, enriched rice, shortening, chewing gum, pies, and cakes, you're likely to find BHA and BHT, which are used as flavor enhancers and preservatives. BHA and BHT are subject to severe restrictions in Europe, but are widely used in American food products. While evidence on BHT is mixed, BHA is listed in a United States government report on carcinogens as reasonably anticipated to be a human carcinogen, yet it is still approved by the FDA. How about TBHQ? Does anybody know what tert butylhydroquinone is? Well, you can find it in more than 1,000 popular foods like Pop-Tarts, 
Rice Krispie Treats, and Cheez-Its. A new study by the Environment Working Group shows this preservative may harm our immune system. Earlier studies have found that TBHQ might influence how well flu vaccines work and may be linked to a rise in food allergies. These are just a few of the many questionable additives that can be found in processed foods. We hope you will use this information as a launch pad to dig more deeply into food and all that it's made of in your journey to ultimate health. We have to be vigilant about the food we put in our body. We just can't assume that the items on store shelves are not harmful simply because of their presence on the store shelves. Food additives can increase the risk of cancer, harm the nervous system, change the body's hormonal balance, and affect the immune system. The U.S. history of food additives is paved with additives that, after many years of use, were found to pose health risk. By the way, we have included a list of those banned additives and the harm they were found to cause in the resource list for this episode. Also, as a side note, there are certain grocery stores like Sprouts and Whole Foods that you can shop in that prohibit products that have artificial colors, artificial flavors, and artificial preservatives. But that doesn't mean you should shop in these stores without reading ingredients, as items can still be high in salt and sugar and things like that. Okay, coming to the end of our show... Go ahead and grab that pen and paper, and we're going to give you our three action steps to take for this week. Number one, read the ingredient list and know exactly what you would be eating if you pick up that product. Number two, avoid mystery ingredients or ingredients that are hard to pronounce. Got those down? Now here's the last one. Avoid products that have a long series of ingredients. Make a commitment to rid your diet of complicated, mysterious and unnecessary food ingredients. You can really do this by creating meals and snacks from foods that are found in the produce department, shopping more at farmer's markets, and doing more cooking from scratch at home. Here's some food for thought. No company would ever use a scientific name for spinach, carrots, onions, strawberries, or most of the foods that are grown from the ground. I mean, it's just not marketable to call watermelon citrulous lanatus. Remember, food should be simple and real. We've included some links to resources that'll be helpful in this mission. So check it all out on this episode post on our website, plantschangemylife.com. And don't forget to join us in our forum and share your thoughts as you dig deeper into your food ingredient list. And are you listening for the first time this week? You can get these episodes sent straight to your inbox so you won't miss a beat. Just visit our website, plantschangemylife.com and sign up for our free newsletter. Also, if you missed any of the previous shows, you can always catch up with them on our website, planchangemylife.com. Just click on podcast. This episode is brought to you by Ken T. Drink to wellness, drink to life. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again. Until next time, remember, when you eat good, you reap good. Peace.